football fans, and welcome back to another edition of College Pick'em with Wes and John, or college fans, I should say. Uh, today, we have a very special guest, uh, one that, uh, I, I mean, any any Memphis fan with half a brain will, will has to remember this guy. Um, I think he is probably one of the best on-ball defenders uh, I have ever seen, uh, both in person and on tape. Um, Mr. Antonio Anderson is here to join us today. Uh, of course, Antonio, we, you know, of course, we talk about your great time at the uh, University of Memphis, but we have you on the day really to talk more about your uh, great podcast that you've got going right now. Uh, give us a little more information into that podcast and really what made you get started on it. Oh, man, thank you, man. I appreciate you having me. Um, you know, <clears throat> podcast has been amazing. Um, you know, I partnered up with uh, Jeff Goodman and Rob Doster um, from the Field of 68 Network. Um, they put together a group of former college basketball players who played at uh, big-time universities like, you know, Memphis, Duke, Gonzaga, Syracuse. Uh, there's a bunch of others, Florida. There's, there's about 15 of us, North Carolina. And, you know, we just get on there, share some stories, give our insight uh, pretty much about about the program from, you know, when we left and how it's, how's it, how it's still going, you know, how things are sustaining and, you know, and put on also, like, the games, you know, for instance, like, I, I watch all Memphis basketball games, so to jump on there with some of my former teammates and talk about how Penny's doing and how the program's going and how the players are looking and our, our views on things. And it's been fun, man, you know, getting a lot of good feedback from people in Memphis. So it's, I've been enjoying it a ton. That's awesome, man. Um, John, John, do you have any questions for him on the, on the podcast? Well, let me ask you this. Uh, how difficult, is, I mean, of course you being with Phil 68 and, We've got a specific name, you know, pick them in our name, and we're looking to change that in order to branch out and get more guests. Uh, how difficult is it for a podcast or for a show uh, to get uh, the likes of Penny Hardaway and guys like that, or is it not as difficult as you would think? Oh, it's tough, man, because, you know, guys are busy, you know, so, you know, you don't really want to nag anyone or <laughs> be a pest or anything like that. Um, so, you know, like I, I just target a lot of guys that I'm, I still communicate with on a daily basis. A lot of the guys who I play with um, in the up, in the upcoming weeks, we got certain guys coming on like Antonio Burks, and we got uh, uh, Dewan Wagner, and you know we got some guys that that played before me, and some mm -hmm. guys that played after me who were targeting to get on as well, like DJ Stephens and a bunch mm -hmm. of other guys. So, you know, just try to a lot of guys who I, I see who are still very uh, how do what word am I looking for? Um, very involved, <laughs> very very yeah. active, you know, when Memphis mm -hmm. are playing on, on TV or things like that, guys who are always putting the input out on social media, those are the guys you kind of want to target because, you know, it just shows how much they care about the program and which way it's going. So it, it could be tough. Um, but, you know, once they get on, they know, you know, just let them know, like, well, I'm not here to antagonize you or anything like that. You know, just here right. to just, just chop it up on, on, you know, what we did at the university, what, like how their time was at the university with, Coach Kyle, a pass on whoever they play for. And, you know, what about this program now? You know, like, what do they see from Penny? How do they see the program going? You know, who's their favorite player? Why? You know, things of that nature, who they feel should be starting, who they feel should get more minutes, and who should play less minutes. So it's been fun. You know, it's been good just be able to give our feedback live to, to the fans, and it's been good so far. Antonio, um, you went – or 
Is the snow gone from Massachusetts yet, or is it still there? You in Massachusetts? No, I said, aren't you in Massachusetts with the snow still? I can't hear you. I'm sorry. I said, are you still in the snowstorm from the previous days? Are you still in the Northeast living there, right? Snow, the snow. Oh, yeah, yeah. We just yeah. got one. There's still a ton of snow outside, man. <laughs> it, it's, it's, I'd rather that 30 degree cold weather in Memphis, man, and it's 19 inch snow out here, man. 19 inches. That is insane. Uh, speaking of uh, being up in the Northeast, are, now, are, are you still tied in and uh, working with uh, Lynn and all that? Oh, I'm sorry? Uh, you're, you're, you were working with a high school program there for a while, were you not? Yeah, well, yeah, this will be my fourth year, but I don't think we're going to have a season due to COVID. So, oh, okay. um, but yeah, it's been my, this would be my fourth year if we were to play this year. So yeah, that's what I was going to ask you as well. Like, how does the players reacting to this news lately, especially your senior group in general? You know, my, my boy's been frustrated, man, not being able to play. Uh, similar to Memphis, how the inner cities aren't playing, but the, 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 out, the towns around it are playing. Um, that's just how it is out here. Uh, a lot of inner cities aren't playing. The surrounding towns uh, will have just one school in their town or things of that nature uh, being able to play. And it's just unfortunate because, you know, if you, if, you know, a town official or town mayor shouldn't shut down a group of kids from living out their dream because of COVID. I honestly understand how serious it is. Don't get me wrong, but it's not going anywhere, you know? So, we know we got to find a way to adapt to things and of that nature and kind of be able to put these kids in a situation to do something. Um, I don't know how it is out there, but here, the kids here have been in, in Lynn, where I'm from, where I coach at, have been uh, in remote learning since March. And they haven't had no in-person learning or any in-person contact. So, it, you know, it's just going to be a little frustrating for myself and these kids who want to be out there with their teammates. And, you know, for us, we're shooting to defend our state championship, which we would be shooting for our third in a row. So it's, wow. it's something that the seniors definitely won't be able to have a chance to do. Um, as a now podcaster, and now you're in media, uh, do you enjoy it? I mean, I mean, do, do you enjoy getting to do things like this? It's, it's essentially a virtual interview or a virtual meeting. Uh, or do you enjoy more that in-person, uh, you know, get to really see their reaction? Uh, it all depends. You know, like, I think the virtual thing is cool. Um, you know, all depending on what the situation is, um, you know, podcasting and things like that. Like, the virtual is cool, man. I think it's, you know, it's a way for everyone to kind of be safe, you know, and still get things done, especially without wearing no mask and things of that nature. Um, you know, but the in-person kind of can be easier for a lot of people as well um, to catch, you know, some of the dialogue and things of that nature, man. But um, I think, the, like, for me, the podcast is, like, virtual. Um, we do, we you know, we record weekly and um, just have a good time, really. You know, I tell my, my guys who who are on with me, you know, like, some of them get a little nervous. I'm like, man, drink a beer or something. Like, you can drink it on camera. <laughs> you know, like, we're adults now, you know, so. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just we're just being ourselves just having a conversation we don't try to have set i don't have set questions i don't write a script man i just just talk to them and you know it's, it's been it's been awesome man i've been enjoying it a lot of my teammates who haven't been on are always like texting me to want they want to get on so it's that's that's a good thing <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's kind of what we alluded to yesterday on our Saturday morning show is, um, you know, just as crazy as this year has been, um, you know, John and we, we got, an, we got a, another guy on the show as well. I mean, all three of us really, you know, we enjoy, we, we hope that we've brought the college fans enjoyment, enjoyment at the same time as getting to watch the games and, you know, just being in media, uh, starting during a COVID year, which, God, I mean, I, I don't think we could have picked any worse year to start, probably. Um, but, you know, it's just – it's been fun, but it's it's definitely been a challenge, uh, to say the least. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I agree, man. I, but I think you guys are in the right market, man. You know, the city of Memphis, they love their sports, man. Those people are diehard fans of Memphis football, basketball, baseball, whatever it is yeah. with the university. Um, and they 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 – you know they uh, they get involved. Um, they're gonna subscribe. They're going to mm-hmm. they're going to ask questions. They're going to be proud. You know, and, and like that's why I did it. Honestly, um, you know, like I don't make any money off it or anything like that. I do it for fun. I do it to give yeah. feedback to the fans who you know they they. I know sometimes fans wonder like, man, I know a former as a one of what do the former players think about the program and what things are looking like. So it's always to give them a, a insight. Um, on, on how we look at things. It wasn't always right either. Um, but, you know, I've been enjoying it, man. It's been a crazy year. So why not give them a way to give back? You know, when I was in school, yeah. you know, we were fortunate enough to sell out every every game, you know, and these people spent money, took money out of their, you know, like out of their own pocket to come to our games and travel with us and things of that nature. So why not give them something to look forward to every week? By you know just hearing us talk about our time at the university, how appreciative we were to the fans and our time there and the coaches and everything like that. So that's that's the one one of my main reasons for sure. Yeah, me and Wes actually have known each other since third grade. To be honest with you, Antonio, and we basically grew up going to basketball games and football games as well. So that's how you know we grew up going to Memphis football and basketball games. That's how me and Wes basically wanted to start a show like this because. It's all about the kids in the long run, and it's also all about, you know, getting our the college atmosphere involved as well because I cover high school sports on the side as well. So, to me, it's all, like, especially this year with the COVID season, it's, to me personally, it's been about the kids just trying to get their name out there as well for the college coaches because they can't go into games, but, you know, because they, they extended the dead period again, I believe. So, it's just going to take time, you know, like you said. Yeah, it's it different, man. And, you know, it, it, it got to be tough. I can't speak for other universities, but playing at the University of Memphis for sure, having those fans in there help. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then like, they, just, yeah, they just made an announcement <laughs> right now. They just made an announcement like a few hours ago. No fans at all because we're going to phase one possibly tomorrow. Yeah. So. Yeah, I seen that earlier that they, they're not going to allow any fans. And that's too bad, man, because those people <laughs> in Memphis, man, they love that Tiger basketball, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they bleed it, man, and they kind of get you to – they lure you in quick from the first day, man. They're so appreciative. They're so welcoming. And they can be they can be tough critics, but at the same time, they want they want what's best for the player. They want what's best for the, the university. Uh, you know, like me and Doja said in our last podcast, you know, we graduated a long time ago. And at our graduation, we had over 10,000 fans at graduation. Right. So, you know what I mean? Like, that just shows you the appreciation that they have – for the kids that play at the university, they teach you like their own. And, you know, it's, it's just, man, I'm, I was blessed to be able to play there. I, 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 I picked that place over anybody or any university any day of the week. 
Man, I, mean, uh, I would have yeah. to say, I mean, especially that team. I mean, just specifically. Um, but y'all were literally celebrities in the city of nothing. Uh, I mean, no doubt. I I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, I'm I'm sure you can literally attest to that, considering it was you. But um, I mean, I feel like you know D Rose and all those guys, Dozier. I mean, all y'all walking around the city of Memphis. I mean, I know you constantly just have people hollering, hollering, screaming, uh, you know, like a like a rock band, probably. Yeah, it, it was it was cool, honestly. At first, you know, like we were like, "Wow, this is crazy!" You know, we <laughs> we go out, <laughs> you know, we would go out to eat and like get like you know people just run up to us, taking pictures, autographs, man, and man, like I'm like, "Oh, this is crazy." What's but the name man, of that like wing it. place on Get Well? Uh, what's the name of that wing place? The Chings. All the time. Chings. That's it. Chings. Yeah. That, you know, that was our, you know, we were at Chings every day. You know, yeah. Lafayette and Josh, you know, they took care of us for all the time, man. Um, and that's like family to us. Um, you know, still when we go to town, that's probably our first stop right by the airport on Get Well, man. So they um, talking about they just reopened, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. By far now the you, best now, now you got to go to Billy Richardson's spot. <laughs> yeah, them, them, those those season wings are something serious over there, man. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> also Antonio, you, y'all used to go to that Philly cheesesteak place right across from the FedEx Forum as well, in that parking, right next to the parking garage. That's mm-hmm. how I first met you. Uh, but uh, can you talk about how Penny Hardaway has done as a whole so far as a head coach? I couldn't hear you in the last part. I'm sorry. I said, what do you think about Penny Hardaway so far in the year three? You know, as a head coach so far at Memphis. Oh man, I think Penny's doing a good job. You know, anytime you step in a seat like that, it's it's it's, it's going to be tough. Um, you know, it's not like his first job was at a very 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 low division one school. He's stepping to a school who's expect who's expecting to win year in and year out and compete for national championships. Um, and I think Penny's one of the guys who's up for the challenge. He can handle the criticism. You know, he's been a player. He played at the highest level. Handled criticism when he was a player. Um, you know, and he, you know he, he's handling that now as well as a coach. No one's perfect, you know. Do I think they could beat some teams a lot easier than they they have? Sure. Do I think he thinks the same? Sure. But you know, it sometimes just doesn't work that way. I think that he has a group of kids right now who's trying to find their way and, and become one. You know, a lot of guys are still trying to play for themselves and things of that nature. I think once they get it together and play for each other. Um, things that the, the direction that is going to be different. Um, but I think Penny's doing a hell of a job, man, bringing in some great players. Now, you know, he's probably – I'm not there, but I, I'm sure him and Stop are just probably trying to put the pieces together to to get all these kids on the same page. And once you get them on the same page, we it could be scary for the, for the rest of the people in the country if Memphis can get rolling. Uh, let me let me ask this, Antonio. Of course, as a fan, uh, of course, you know we're all what they call what armchair coaches. You know we're not there. We're not. We don't see the players day in day out. Um, one thing, and this is just my opinion. I suppose get your opinion on it. I feel like Penny is maybe substituting a little too much. Is that is that a sign of him just trying to find the right rotation that's going to click at that given moment, or something? For more, you know, more down the road in the season. Yeah, it, it's tough. Um, you know, I think for them, it's about finding the right fit. I'm sure that I know the guy DeAndre Williams had to sit out for a while, and I'm sure you know he was probably someone who they already had penciled in as a starter, um, and now they're trying to get him worked in. Well, 
in game situations while, you know, you know, other guys are trying to find their way. Now, whoever this guy's spot he takes, he's going to be upset. And so it's going to be a lot that, that transpires with that, man. I think it's just a matter of if they're all on the same page and all about winning, they're all about trying to win a championship, then none of that really matters. Um, you know, I think, you know, Penny has to, you know, he just has to get them together in that sense. You know, I think it's, uh, it's, it's not easy, but at the same time, you got to kind of check egos out the door. And if guys are willing to to put their, their ego aside for the for the sake of the team and the program, then that should be fun. Do you have like a road memory that you enjoyed the most of? Like and then who did you wish that y'all played back in the day back on the schedule as well? Like maybe like a Duke Memphis or who would you wish you played? You said a road memory for me? Yeah. Oh uh, man, I, I think uh uh, road room for me, man, I would probably have to go to. Uh, I'm going to go with, man, it was the year we we went to the championship. We played down at UAB. Uh, and every time we went down, it was tough, man. But, you know, we guys weren't really playing well. Man, we were, you know, Chris was on fire, you know. And, you know, Doge, Doge didn't have a go on. D. Rose didn't have a go on. And we're on a timeout. We come out of timeout. And they're just like, man, we – like, it was one of those moments where, like, man, we just got to figure this out. We're down nine points with, like, a minute and a half left. Like, we can't lose to these guys, man. Like, and, you know, we just kind of gutted it out, figured it out, man. It's, it's always those moments where you don't think that you'll be in those situations. You know, you know, I thought, you know, myself, my team, I could speak for all of them when I said, like, when, every time we played someone, we, we felt we were the better team. We weren't overconfident, but we – we knew we were better I and mean, we knew we, we didn't, you know, if we didn't have any timeouts, we'll figure it out because we, we trusted one another so much that, you know, it would be, you know, it was, it was a no brainer for us, man. I think it's hard for a lot of teams to get that way, but you know, we had the same starting five from the first day and, you know, we built that continuity. We built that, that trust over one another. And when the guys who came in the game off the bench, when they came in, we all had to, we all had that trust in one another. So, you know, I would say at UAB for sure um, has to be one of the one of the top ones, and also in the first round when we played uh, UT Arlington, I want to say their name was, um, and down in Little Rock that year, they they gave us a dogfight at Mississippi State as well. So, you know, we we faced adversity, but at the same time, you know, we figured it out. And then, you know, after we played those first two games, you know, we got things rolling in the state uh, into the boy tournament. So, that would have to go with those for sure. Any game that you wish that you played on the schedule, like like Duke versus Memphis or anything, or what did you say? I said, did you wish that you could have played like at Cameron Indoor Stadium or anything like that as well? Oh, I wish, man. I wish. I I think, man, if the one thing this the team that Memphis has now is so talented, you know, I think the one thing that we just had over them was you know just our togetherness. You know, we were always it was us about the team. We didn't care about who scored how many points who did what, how how it happened, how the ball went in the hoop. As long as at the end of the game, we had more points than the other team. That was just our main objective, man. I think that's what made us so special. Uh, Antonio, uh, I mean, once again, thank you very much for being on with us today. Uh, it's, it's been a great pleasure. Uh, but one more thing before we get off here. Uh, give us and all of our listeners and uh, watchers uh, 
just a quick, um, I guess, tutorial to be able to listen to your show, uh, Bill Street Bullies. I couldn't hear you. Oh, I, I said, if you don't mind, uh, just give a give all of our fans a chance to let them know how to listen to your podcast. Oh, man, if you want to hit a podcast, you can go to Apple Podcasts and search Bill Street Bullies. You can go to Spotify and search Bill Street Bullies uh, on YouTube as well. Build a 68 network and be able to put in Bill Street Bullies. They'll be able to find them. Um, we're gonna, they'll be able every week. And, you know, we're just going to give our insiders players, share some stories when we're in, like in the clubs and we're in the malls and we're on, on planes and just fun stuff that they never really got to hear, man, and fun stuff that they, they will probably enjoy and get a kick out of, you know, while they're watching a the game or halftime or things of that nature or on the way to the game. Just something for them to tune into and get some laughs and share some memories and kind of give them some positive flashback. Hopefully that the program can keep going that way. Awesome. Uh, John, do you have anything else for him? No, just thank you for being a Tiger and uh, thank you for what you did for the city of Memphis. I appreciate it more than anything because like I said, I'm still born and raised in Memphis. I'm still living in Memphis. So like I said, thank you again for being a Tiger and don't be a stranger. You're always welcome back. Oh man, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, man. I, it means a lot playing there. Thank you.